Welcome to the Quest Fishing Adventures podcast, season one. Hi guys, welcome to podcast number three. Um, once again, I am buzzing um, at work currently, but tonight, straight from work, I'm meeting my mate Alex, and we're heading down to another new lake, uh, which is on our new ticket that we recently got. Um, it's a gravel pit, about 400 acres, something like that, uh, based in the Con Valley. Um, so we've been down there a few times already. Um, we plunked out a marker rod. Uh, just to try and find a few spots down one side of it. Um, but tonight we want to go down and we, we want to go down another side of these long banks and put a marker rod out, plonk it around and try and find a few spots because we are intending, well, when I say we're intending, we are going to be fishing Wednesday night. So we want to be well prepped and prepared in our swim. We want to know where we're putting that bait because we just want to be able to turn up, cast out, uh, to our marked up spot and um, get the rods out without causing any disturbance. We have already done a night here, to be honest with you. The, the night we did was probably about three weeks ago, maybe now. I think we've had our ticket a month, a month and a half, so it might be a tad longer than that. But literally when we turned up, we were like, we had the marker rod out in the swim. We were, we were, it was just carnage, mate, proper carnage. Um, no wonder we didn't get a bleep in the night. The amount of times we fucking chucked... Oh, sorry for swearing. The amount of times we we put that out, and we, we if there was any fish in that, in this four hundred acre lake, there was no way they were going to hang around there. There was no way. So, um, you know, we learned our lesson there. We kind of knew that at the time, we, you know, but I guess we were just so excited and we wanted to get a night in that that's the the route we decided to take. So anyway, we're meeting up after work. We're going down there. Going to have a good plonk around down one side of this bank. Try and find. Um, uh, some spots and then Wednesday night uh, yeah we're going to fish it so um, yeah I'll catch you guys bankside okay it's the next day now um, so we had a good um, plop around trying to find like some spots we found we were struggling to find a nice double swim that we could both get in to have a bit of a social as well but we found one swim that we feel at the time we found if we were going there so we had, we had a good plot round in there, found a few spots, um, made our decision on where where we wanted to put our baits. Um, wow, it took a while. To, we, to, we was probably there for about an hour and a half, two hours, plopping around, trying to find spots. But, you know, if you don't put the time in, you know, you're not going to reap the, the rewards on the back of it. So, in my, in my opinion, it's, it's time well spent. Got to learn the late. As I said, it's such a big water. So, um, you need to spend the time. So, anyway... <clears throat> Right, let's get to where I wanted to get to with this now. Um, so, as we were doing that, Alice goes, I can hear someone casting a lead round. Like, I went, can you? And I couldn't hear it. And then he said it again to me about about 15 minutes later. And I went, yeah, mate, I definitely heard that too. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, just carried on as we were, you know, plopping around. And said, and then when we got to the end of our, our, our pop round uh, session, we said, right, let's go. I said, on the, way, on the way back, let's just keep an eye out, see if we can see... Um, who that was so um, literally got in our vehicles drove up and the first swim next to us there was someone in there so um, we pulled up 
uh, one and had a chat with them and that they were fishing and it turned out to be the bailiff on the lake which was absolutely fantastic because he was a good guy he had, he had a little talk with us uh, told us a little you know a few things um, didn't want to give us a lot it said he, he told us it had taken him well he'd been fishing it for like three years and his first couple of years it, it, you know he said he had struggled. He said it is a very hard lake, but last year he had like six or seven out. So from that, you can already tell, like, you know, it's no way it runs water. And it's exactly what we expected. It, you know, it's going to be really hard to catch a fish out of there. But there are some gems in there. He showed us some 30s. Um, showed us some photos. I say 30s. Yeah, there were some 30s in there. Um, biggest fish in the lake, um, 50 pounds. It's gone, it's gone 50 pounds. Comes out of like 48, 49 um, it's lovely 40s in there, lovely 30s in there. The, the fish just look pristine. They look absolutely beautiful. So <laughs> that just got me and me and Alex like proper well excited. Um, yeah, he didn't. He didn't. In all fairness, he didn't give too much away. He didn't. He didn't want to, which is fine. He wanted us to learn it, you know, which which makes sense, you know. And I want to learn it as well. And that, you know, that's all all part of the you know the experience. You don't want it all gifted on a plate. So. Um, We've come away from talking to him um, with, a, with a different frame set. Um, so we are going to slightly change our tactics from what we picked up from talking. It's not what he tells us from what he picked up from telling us when we go on Wednesday. But we've also decided on the back of it that we're also going to fish uh, Friday night too. So we're going to do two nights this week. So what I do is this, now this, this, uh, the podcast on this lake will roll on for both sessions um, which I think you know, <laughs> it'd be fantastic at the end of it if I could go. Yep, <laughs> I'd like a forty-pound carp out, but I don't think I don't think it's going to be as easy as that. No way. This is this is a hard lake, and even he said it. So um, yeah, so uh, carry on. I guess next time I pick up will either be probably me being super excited at work tomorrow when I'm leaving work, or we'll be bank side. So um, and once I get there, I'll explain a little bit more what we're doing, guys. So talk to you. Bank side or when I'm excited. Well, the time is here. The hour, the minute, the seconds. Um, I'm at the lake now, waiting for Alex to get down here. Uh, just driven down. Uh, had a look at the swim that we intended to fish because it looked really, really carpy there. And we could get um, a bivy in the swim next to it, possibly as well. So we'd have been like, really close to each other. Can you believe it? the size of the lake, the size of this lake, someone is actually fishing in the swim that we were going to go in. So um, I don't know if that's telling us something. You know, we was here the other day and there was someone in the swim next to it. We come down today and there's someone in that swim we picked out. You know, it's, we're new members, man. That's, that could be saying something there. You know, that may might be decent, like, hotspot swims for carp. So anyway, um, it's going to look like we're going to have to change our plan. Um, I've had a... I've had a look down the lake, walked down a few swims now, and I've, I've actually found um, two swims that are quite close to each other as well. Um, both of them have an island in front of them, so we've got something to cast to there. I just, I just didn't want to come down today and basically plop out a lead for about an hour or so, or whatever, you know, and find a spot like that. I didn't want to ruin the swim. Um, I just wanted to come down and put a bait out in a swim that I pre-looked in. I know in a way it kind of like goes against, you know, one of the big things I, I always say, I hate it when people turn up at a lake and just walk straight to their swim and fish it. I see that a lot. Um, but I've 
struggle to see carp showing on this lake. Uh, even I now know there's definite carp in here. Um, and people said that as well. Like, you know, you don't always see them. So, you know, you kind of got to go with, like, your next best thing. You're like, you know, that, that carpy feeling you have in you and carpy-looking swims. So uh, it looks like we're going to have to change our swim. So when I come down to this other swim now, I'm standing now looking out. It does look nice, definitely. I'm not going to not write this off. So I'm going to wait for, for Alex to get here, um, have a chat with him, see what his thoughts are on the matter. And um, we'll go from there and I'll update you on what swim we've swim or swims we've just decided to go in and, and tactics going forward for the session. So, yeah. Well, what a mare. Um, Alex has come in, he's looked at this double swim and we both agreed the, the wind's just not, it's not in there it's hacking down the other end of the lake so we've just taken a drive up to a, another possible swim where the, the wind's hacking into and it's got potential but there's quite a lot of snags there we've got a bait boat with us, with us today which we've never used so that's a possibility of getting to the back end of the island but what we're going to do now is we're just going to go further around the lake now um, to, to near enough the area that we night fished the, the, when it was like about three weeks ago whenever it was and we're going to have a look in there and on or the swims next to it and see if we can get on there because we're liking the wind it's hacking down this end of the lake and you kind of got to follow the wind we're both on we're both on that gut feeling so um we're just taking a little casual drive over there and then we'll have a look at them and i, I think i think it, we're more likely to go in there depending on if the on, on the wind situation if not we'll be back down here and i mean there is always back to that double double-ish two swims that are next to each other which i was talking about a minute ago so um yeah we're gonna have a look and i'll update you guys in a second so it's been a right palaver but we finally we finally finally settled down and found a swim for the night it's a nice big double swim and funny enough it's the same swim we fished in last time the problem was we did actually find um a better spot where the, the wind was really hacking to it looked absolutely carpy absolutely amazing but um alex didn't have his pod of him and the ground was just solid concrete so there's no way we was a uh, he was gonna be able to set his rods up and i did suggest that i i fish and he basically sits next to me for the night and watches me catch them all but he wasn't interested in that one never mind though so um we, we moved around uh looked at another spot that was quite had some potential to it and then basically we've come over here and decided to put our rods out here so Rods are out. I've got three rods out. Alex has only got two, unfortunately, today because he forgot to bring the other rod. It's a sad face all round for that. Duh. Duh. But we're buzzing, though. We've got a really good feeling about tonight. Um, I've got uh, Atlantic Heat on two, and I'm actually trying a pineapple pop-up on the other one. And as I said before, I'm actually trying Chodricks for the first time ever in my life, which is really embarrassing to admit. But it's the way things have gone when you get stuck on a certain rig so yeah they're out and i'll update you guys hopefully in an hour or two with a fish on the bank fingers crossed well it's the morning and it's another blank for both of us unfortunately um the closest i came to a fish would probably be a liner that i had about half past four in the morning um, woke me up, literally sprung out of my bed, opened up my bivy door, my heart was pounding, and I was just staring at the rod, going, please go, please go, please go, please go, but it didn't, unfortunately. But um, I guess that's just the way carp fishing goes. Um, to be expected to a degree, fishing such a big water and not many carp in here. Um, speaking on that, we 
understand now from speaking to the bailiff, there's about 70 carp in there. So um, that's not a lot of carp uh, when, you, when you put into consideration how big the actual water is. So, um, yeah. But, you know, they are nice carp. And I think the reward for catching one will be an absolutely great feeling from it. So um, we're definitely going to persist with that. So, yeah, um, reeled in the baits. Uh, and as I always do, you have a look at them, have a smell of them, try and figure out what, what's, you know, what's gone on and what may have gone wrong. Um, first one I reeled in was my pineapple one. Pulled that in. Um, smelt really silty, like proper silty. Um, so I was thinking, oh, what, you know, was... Was my choddy not long enough? Was it had it pulled into the silt? But thinking about it, that that couldn't that couldn't have happened. I'm sure you're not. The, the silt can't be that deep because I had quite a long, quite quite the bead was pushed up quite high. And um, as I briefly sort of mentioned earlier, um, I actually dropped my baits out on a bait boat. First time I ever used a bait boat. Um, so there was no like obviously there's no um, from casting out there was no like power it would have shot into the silt and literally would have just dropped down that uh, the spot that was on was only about five foot so only would have dropped five foot down it was a three ounce uh, lead on it so it's not going to plummet you know miles into the ground so I think I think what it is um, talking to Alex about it as well um, it's, it's quite stagnant in some some areas of the water so I, I think it's just the stagnant water because it was in the margins it's just um that's just just got on the bait and made it smell so i think that's the reason for that so i don't think it's too much to be concerned about um and i definitely i think i definitely put a, a bait on that spot again because it did look really carpy it, it really did it had some it was in between two overhanging trees um in the margins and it, it, in my in my experience that's you know that's a good spot so yeah, that that's 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 the low down on that one. Pulled in the middle rod, which is on uh, the corner um, of of one of these banks that that went out on this island that we were on. Uh, smelt that, smelt fine, uh, not crayed, nothing wrong with that. Uh, pulled in the other one in midwater. The one in midwater was the one that I had the the, the liner on in the night. Smelt that, looked at it, that was all fine. So um, yeah, that, I don't think I've I've done too much wrong there. Um, briefing, I have a little brief with Alex. I left before him this morning. Had a quick brief him over the phone a little while ago. Um, he had no bleeps in the night. Um, when he's pulled these rods in, one of them, one of them was crayed. So um, that's unfortunate that because there obviously is some craze in there. But I guess what we can take from that is you know six rods. Oh, sorry, no, because he had two, five rods out. Um, and only one crate, you know. That's 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 not that that if, if if you know that's not a bad percentage. At least it wasn't all five rods, 100% crate on all of them. That would about be a right pain in the ass because I really don't really want to try and avoid going down the road of of using those uh, crayfish uh, cover things, whatever you call them, that you put on your boilie because I hate that. They just look ugly, and I just I just think it obviously it's going to stop leakage from the boilie to a degree. You know, because they're covered up, you know, so hopefully we want to try and avoid that. But, you know, if it comes to it and we start getting heavily crayed constantly, then, you know, we're obviously going to have to go down that route, which would be, you know, really unfortunate. So um, talking to Alex again, because obviously I mentioned earlier that we're going to be fishing Friday night. 
Um, uh, his boy's coming as well. He's actually got he's got a ticket on there as well. Um, he's a young lad, so which will restrict us to a degree on what swims we can go in. Um, we found some such nice swims last night that look really proper carpy. Um, but there's a, a high percentage that we're actually going to drop in the same one again. Um, the reason being for that is, you know, we've we, you know we've obviously put bait in last night, and we can fish the same spots again. We know the spots. We can put bait on them again, you know, and there'll be less disturbance again. And we're just we're fearful of like basically plotting up in loads of different swims like every time you go there and you know kind of like baiting up different spots all, all you know every time you go you know for we know that the fish might move in like today and tomorrow potentially you never know onto onto our bait there or you know it, it could have been eaten last night it could just get eaten today and they might just bugger off i don't know i mean playing that annoying mind games about what went wrong, what we could have done better, blah, 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 blah. You all know the game that goes in your head when you leave a session. So, but basically, I think we're probably going to end up plopping them back in that one. But you never know. You never know. You know, we, we said we'll have a chat, obviously, um, a bit more in detail later tomorrow. Um, and then when we actually get there <clears throat> Friday uh, evening, that will determine because obviously we're going to have a look round. Um, someone might be in that swim fishing, so obviously we can't fish it then. We might, we might, the wind might be hacking down the other end. We might might change your mind and go down there. You know, you can't just turn up and just go right. I'm going to go and what that particular swim. The mindset for that, you know, you've got to be open-minded. Um, we talked about this last night together. Obviously not on the podcast because you would have heard it about. Um, maybe we should be uh, thinking of like like baiting up a few different spots on the lake it's because of because of this like what happened last night when we we had we had our mindset of where we were going to go and we couldn't get in there because someone was in there so if we have a, if we have a few baits uh, uh baited up around the lake where we know that the fish get used to bait going in there hopefully hopefully it will open up more doors i mean just say like we had we had our mindset we was going to fish like the, the north end of the lake um we get there and the, ha- the wind's hacking down the south end lake. But if we've been baiting the spot, like down the south end lake, at least we know we can jump on that spot there and there's a chance we might catch one from there. We've got to give ourselves those options. So um, we are obviously, um, mentioned before, we are back down there again Friday, it's just saying. So super buzzing about that. Um, fingers crossed we can get one out. The main reason for definitely going on Friday is it's going to give us that longer session because... When, when we're fishing midweek, we both work, so they're just them quick, short sessions. So, you know, you're kind of like, you're getting in there after work, you're, you're, you're locating your swim, you're getting everything out, you're setting up, you know, you're putting your rods out, and then you're packing up really early. I mean, I'm packing up, you know, too early, in my opinion, um, literally. I packed up about uh, quarter to six uh, this morning, you know, and I, I left the lake about five past six. Um, so, you know, we're kind of missing, like, prime bite time in my opinion um and that just goes on a lot of lakes definitely like that's that is a good a good time to get a bite so the, one of the that's one of the main reasons for fishing friday is is we will stay that a little bit longer and um hopefully pick a, a run up in the morning so yeah that's the plan so um we'll be back down there friday um and i shall update you guys obviously 
um, where we're going and what we're doing. And fingers crossed, I say it again, we get a carp out. Super buzzing, just got down here. Um, we decided to go in the same swim we went on Wednesday night. The reasons being is the wind's blowing here again. Not It's not hacking like it was on Wednesday, but we obviously had our baits out in this swim. Um, we're, not, we're both not making that much of a change really to what baits we were using. The only difference I'm making, instead of fishing a pineapple pop-up, um, I'm actually moving on to a manila, a sticky manila pop-up um, because I fancy trying. I want to try and basically try a different bait each time, you know, on one of the rods. It, makes, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it, to figure out exactly what's going on there. Um, and on that rod there, which was fishing in the main water, which is the left-hand rod, um, that was fishing on the gravel bar last time, which, which goes between like two to three foot, so it's not that deep. So what I've decided to do this time is actually pull it off the gravel bar, which then drops down to um, six foot. So that's a big drop, and hopefully, hopefully that's a channel for the carp. So I'm going to try that. Uh, with my middle and right rod, I'm just going to fish them on the same spots to the snags to the right, um, with, with, with the same bait on the other day which was um, Atlantic Heat so that's the plan um, I'm going to get the rods out now um, so I want to get as much time or much water time as I can and I shall update you guys very shortly hopefully with a carp that would be fantastic well unfortunately it was another blank um, I said this last time I think you know, it's, it's a very hard lake um, we actually met another angler yesterday that fished here as well, and he said the same as well. It's like really super hard, but you know it's worth it's worth the wait getting one of these carp out, you know, because there's not there's not little tiddly ones in here like you know five, ten. I don't even think there's like fifteen pounders in here, so it, it's definitely one of them lakes. You know, if you hook into a fish, it's 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 going to be worth the wait, and I'm ready for that, and I'm super excited. And actually can't wait to get back down here again. Um, don't think I've done much wrong last night, if I'm brutally honest with you. Once again, I feel like my baits are on decent spots. Um, I've not reeled them in yet, um, but I will do that very shortly. And then I'll just quickly update you on that to let you know what the rigs look like, see if they've been crayed at all. Um, and we'll just go from there. So yeah, super excited about getting down here again. As I said, we're going to pack up very shortly. We're actually going to go and have a little walk around the lake. We're going to spend an hour walking around just to you know get familiarize ourselves a bit more with it you know try and spot some carp you know not that we're fishing now but it's always good information's good my information is the key to cracking this lake so um yeah that's what we're going to do so i'll catch up with you guys in a second uh, with an update on what my rigs look like well that's it that's the end of the session um pulled in the rods so if we work round from the left um the left rod was the rod out in the middle not being crayed at all, so all good. Didn't smell a silt, all good. Uh, move around to the second rod. Uh, that was on the tip of the uh, margins again. Um, same again, not being crayed, didn't smell a silt, all good. Uh, then moving around to the third rod on the right, and that was in the hole on the snags. And that had actually been crayed, which is a bit unfortunate. Um, but yet again, you know, least um at least they weren't all crayed uh alex's rods same again i think saying do you know what's saying that actually rec i recall i was going to say one two of his rods were actually crayed and not badly but yeah, they had been definitely nibbled at so um, 
we got we got to be mindful of that definitely going forward. So yeah, no fish there. Um, so once we pulled them in, packed all our stuff away. As I said, we'd uh, go and have a walk around the lake, which we did. Um, we went back to another swim that we really, really, really fancy. Um, that looks good. It's definitely, it's definitely still up for that. So possibly we might go in there, but obviously depending on the day we go, what the weather's like, you know, and you know if we can see any carp. And then speaking of that, it's it is an absolute shame that the fish are not showing but speaking to other anglers down there that is pretty much the norm you know they are hard to they are hard to spot you know you'll just see a back of a flank come up and that might be it you know for a second and that's that's going to be the giveaway so um, i think like we just work on that we can't we go down every time we go fishing we try our best to see if we can see any carp and then failing that then we then we pick via you know where's the wind blowing and what's the what's the pressure like and all that and we and we go and we go literally on the back of that so um yeah so it's another blank but i feel like we've learned a lot more about the lake which is which is the positive you always got to take a positive from a negative so super happy about that so thank you so much guys if you managed to get this far and listening to this um i hope you if you've not listened to my other other podcasts listen to them um if you want to send me any questions or comments or anything you can email them to quest.productions at hotmail.com so that's quest.productions productions at hotmail.com if you want to you know email me any suggestions ideas anything anything any anything so until next time guys i will see you on my next adventure thank you very much if you're not done already guys you could do me a massive favor and hit me up on instagram just search quest fishing adventures on there i'm uploading some photos and some short videos you can also ask me questions or give me some advice too that would be absolutely mega anyway take care of yourself guys and tight lines and see you on my next podcast